Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Shot in 4K ultra high definition. Your number one source for local news. WRAL News. Coverage you can count on. Breaking news this morning, an AR-15 taken to a Wake County High School. What we've learned about the person arrested and the additional security at the school today. And walking out the door this morning, it still feels warm, but that is about to change. I'll show you when the coldest air for the weekend arrives. And today marks one year since Russia's invasion into Ukraine. We have President Zelensky's new message this morning, plus the vigils happening today across the world and here in Raleigh. We have the news to get your Friday started. Welcome to your Friday. I'm Renee Chu. And I'm Jeff Hogan. We've been through a lot this week weather-wise, ups and downs, uh, mostly on the upside. Now we start to head down Elizabeth Gardner mm -hmm. in the WRO Severe Weather Center. What's ahead this weekend, too? <laughs> it's funny, though. When we talk about down today, we're talking still about mid, low to mid-70s. It's going to be a gorgeous day. Seven, uh, 62 degrees right now. We continue to have our southwesterly wind, but that changes today. Around midday into the early part of the afternoon, our winds will start to come out of the north, that's going to keep us from being as warm as we were yesterday. Right now, we're mostly clear to partly cloudy. It is 62 in Durham, 70 in Fayetteville and Clinton, 66 in Rocky Mount, 63 in Roxborough and South Hill. As we get into this evening and tomorrow, our wind begins to come out of the north. That is going to deliver some February feeling conditions, and we'll talk more about what that will look like. And we'll go through the timeline for our temperatures as they continue to drop tomorrow coming up. Our temperatures are a little warmer than yesterday in the south and a little bit cooler from the Triangle area northward. But it's still a very mild, pleasant start. We're going to see partly cloudy skies on and off today. We'll see a cold front coming through around the middle of the day. But notice we don't really see an increase in our cloud cover. We'll have about half of the sky covered or partly cloudy skies for the bulk of the day today. Our temperatures will climb gradually into the upper 60s, getting closer to lunchtime. And we'll keep it in the low 70s for highs this afternoon. Again, we're in for a doozy of a day tomorrow. I'll show you the timeline for the drop in temperatures coming up. Well, today looks lovely. Elizabeth, thank you. Now to breaking news. Additional law enforcement will be at Millbrook High School in Raleigh today after someone brought an AR-15 to the school last night. WR's Nia Hardin joins us now to explain how this all unfolded while a basketball game was being played. Naya. Well, Renee, police are still investigating, but even though they're going to have extra security out here today, it's very possible that uh, we may not see as many students attending classes today just because of them. May, they may not want to attend. Now, this map shows you uh, at least 10 schools right now, including Millbrook in the area where guns have been brought to school just this month. And police now have a juvenile male in custody who they say brought an AR-15 to the Millbrook High School basketball game last night. Police say the minor is not a student. We're expecting to learn more about this. And when we do, we'll make sure to pass that along. Nia Harden, WRAL News in Raleigh. Also, we're following more breaking news this morning involving North Carolina House Speaker Tim Moore. His car was rammed several times. Michael Grace is in the WRL Breaking News Tracker, live at the State Legislature Building in downtown Raleigh. With what we know about this crash, Michael. 
Yeah, Jeff, well, the big thing out of this crash is that he is okay. Uh, Representative David Willis also in that car, both of them okay. And it happened while they were driving back from uh, back to Raleigh from Wilson, where they had a number of events. And during that drive is when the car slammed into them multiple times. General Assembly police responded, as well as the State Highway Patrol. And right now, we're still trying to figure out exactly how it all went down. They did say that the investigation investigation still underway. All of this confirmed by Moore's spokes, spokesperson in an email just after midnight. Right now I'm working to find out who that other driver is and if they will be facing any charges. Live in Raleigh, Michael Grace, WRAL News. Today marks one year since the first Russian tanks rolled into Ukraine. The first missiles were fired and the first Ukrainian families fleeing their homes to escape the fighting. In a video address overnight, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky recalled the terror. In the East, it's very difficult, painful, but we are doing everything to withstand it. As for the South, in some places the situation is quite dangerous, but our troops have the means to respond to the occupier. The country is increasing security in Kyiv today as it braces for potential attacks. Also today, people around the world and here in Raleigh are showing support for Ukrainians. Some of the families seeking safety ended up here in our area. WRL's Laura Levine is live at the state capitol this morning where a vigil will be held tonight. Laura. Renee, for Ukrainians and those who support them, this one-year milestone is a grim reminder of how much their lives have changed. Tonight, many people are expected to be standing right here outside the NC State Capitol to commemorate the suffering that is still going on. The North Carolina uh, Ukrainian Association invites the community to participate in a vigil, shedding light on Russia's invasion of Ukraine and encouraging people not to turn a blind eye. The group has worked tirelessly over the past 12 months to rescue families to safety, flying them out of the country as the war continues. They have more than 40 million airline miles donated and have helped about 1,400 Ukrainians find a new home. Sometimes it just gives you chills because it's just so powerful that strangers from around the world have come and join us to, to help these many, many families that, you know, their only hope right now is us. And as of today, the organization has about 12 families left to support who have reached out to them over the 12 months trying to get out of that area and here in the States. Tonight, that vigil here will take place uh, from 6.30 to 9.30. Laura Levine, WRL News, live in Raleigh. Signs of solidarity can be found all around the world this morning for Ukraine. Overnight in France, the Eiffel Tower shined with the colors of the Ukrainian flag. France is one of many European allies of Ukraine since the start of the war. Coming up in 10 minutes, an estimate on how many troops have died on both sides since the start of the war. Plus, we hear from an expert on the actions Russia is expected to take this spring. We are working to learn more information this morning about what led to a large police response at a North Raleigh apartment complex. This was the scene last night at the park at North Ridge Apartments off Litchford Road. The WRL breaking news tracker was there. Police confirmed they were chasing two people on foot. Those people were taken into custody. Rare blizzard warnings have been issued for Southern California's mountain areas as people there brace for a winter storm. The same system that hit the Midwest this week is expected to impact California through the weekend. Residents near San Bernardino are already dealing with snow and ice. The National Weather Service says as much as five feet of snow 
could fall in some of the mountains near Los Angeles, and that could create whiteout conditions, wind gusts of up to 75 miles per hour, and an increased risk of avalanches. WRL has learned another NC State student has died, the ninth student death this year. According to the Wake County Sheriff's Office, it happened at a home on Olive Road. Right now, the Sheriff's Office isn't saying what kind of accident this was and isn't releasing a name. Five of the nine students who have died this year died by suicide. Just three days ago, the university released a mental health report that estimated more than 4,000 students on this campus have had suicidal thoughts. That report also recommends more than 50 changes to improve mental health on campus. Alec Murdoch will be on the stand again today in his trial for the murders of his wife and son. Murdoch's defense team called him to the stand yesterday in South Carolina. He denies killing his wife and son at their estate, but admitted in cross-examination that he lied repeatedly to investigators about where he was on the night they were killed. He says he wasn't thinking clearly and was paranoid because of drug use. My addiction evolved over time. I would get in these situations or circumstances where I would get paranoid thinking. Uh, and it, it could be anything that, that triggered it. It might be a look somebody gave me. It might be a reaction somebody had to something I did. Prosecutors accused Murdoch of killing his wife and son to distract from an array of alleged financial crimes. We're at 439 right now. Pepper spray sprayed on a school bus filled with students. Coming up, we talked to a lawyer about what it may, why it may be hard to file charges in this case. Plus, a look at how nonprofits in our state help millions in Ukraine as we mark one year since the war began there. We'll take you for a live look here in Apex, right down Salem Street there. We'll enjoy the sunshine today. Rain is on the way for the weekend and cooler temperatures. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner explains when the showers will move in. From the WRAL Severe Weather Center, North Carolina's most experienced team of meteorologists. It is 442. We're taking a live look at Goldsboro right now. We're seeing mostly clear skies. Our temperatures are still warm after yesterday's really windy day where we saw all that warm air coming up from the south. We're still feeling it as you're stepping out the door this morning. It's 70 in Fayetteville, 64 in Irwin, 64 in Lewisburg, and 67 in Southern Pines. Around the middle of the day, a cold front's going to sweep through. We're not going to see clouds or rain with it, but you're going to start to notice a difference in the temperature. Still, when school gets out today, it's going to feel nice. Temperatures at around 3 or 4 o'clock, still going to be in the low 70s. It just won't be in the mid 80s, so about 15 degrees cooler. And then once we get into the day tomorrow, it's a whole nother story. It's going to rain for most of Saturday and our temperatures will be cold compared to what we've seen lately. I'll show you coming up. Today marks one year since Russia's invasion of Ukraine. And in that year, the loss of life has been immense. Ukraine has seen about 100,000 people killed or wounded 30,000 civilian deaths. More than a million have left Ukraine for neighboring countries. Analysts predict about 200,000 Russian troops have been killed or wounded. Russian President Vladimir Putin, though, is not backing down. Instead, the Kremlin is gathering more troops and planning a spring offensive while blaming the West for escalating the conflict. He can't really lose a war in Ukraine that would really threaten his power at home. The U.S. has donated billions of dollars in aid and military equipment in support of Ukraine. During a surprise visit to the country Monday, President Biden said the U.S. will support Ukraine until the end. An organization in North Carolina has helped more than 8 million people in Ukraine. 
Samaritan's Purse is headquartered in Boone. It's given more than 135 million pounds of food to churches in that country. Disaster response specialists also drilled 20 well-installed water filters. The projects result in more than 42 million liters of clean water. The group says it will continue to help Ukrainians survive the winter months. A toddler and five teenagers are among seven people recovering this morning after being shot near a Philadelphia school. Authorities say gunfire broke out as an after-school program was wrapping up. A two-year-old was hit along with five teenagers and a woman who is the mother of two of the victims, including the toddler. All seven were taken to the hospital, at least one in critical condition. No arrests have been made. A South Carolina kindergartner brought this knife with him to school, saying he was inspired by the horror film Chucky. Police say the student was threatening students and teachers with a seven-inch blade, adding when asked why he brought the knife to school, the seven-year-old said he wanted to kill the teachers and students. The child is charged with a weapons violation. Fortunately, no one was hurt. Parents at Wake County Middle School were shocked when they learned a student had sprayed pepper spray on the school bus. That bus was headed to Dillard Drive Middle School yesterday when that happened. The school principal says legal action could be taken despite no kids being taken to the hospital. Attorney Daniel Meyer says the key here is intent. Did the student intend to harm others? That's something that could be answered during an investigation. But Meyer said as it looks now, it doesn't look like the student will face anything too serious. As far as for criminal activity, unless he intentionally brought it like to hurt people or something like that, it's not criminal liability. So there's probably not a whole lot that can really be done. A student has been identified by the school and we asked Meyer if the student's parents could have some liability here. And he said if someone had to be hospitalized, then yes. But again, that wasn't the case here. So he also noted the child services could be notified. This weekend, people from the Muslim community will rally for the reopening of a mosque at Shaw University. A Muslim advocacy group sent a letter to the school's president earlier this month urging her to reopen it. The mosque closed in 2020 because of the pandemic. It's remained closed to the community since then. The protests will happen today and tomorrow starting at 11.30 a.m. Durham residents may notice a slight change in taste or scent of their tap water starting today. The city's water treatment department will perform a temporary water disinfection process to ensure that the entire water system remains clean. The annual treatment is federal and state mandated. It's done each year during the spring. Officials say the process will not affect the safety of drinking water, and it will begin today and continue through Monday, April 10th in Durham. 447 right now, we had some water falling from the sky here and, and will in the near future as well. Elizabeth Gardner in the WRL Severe Weather Center. I saw some wet streets out there this morning. Yeah, we had a little uh, light rain late yesterday uh, afternoon into the evening and overnight just a few sprinkles. We actually have a front that'll come through in a few hours. Not likely to see much rain with that front, but then we're going to really start to change the pattern. And this evening we may start with a little sprinkle and that will change to pretty much an all day rain for tomorrow. It looks dry right now in Chapel Hill. Our temperatures are still mild from yesterday's mid 80s at 62 degrees uh, in the triangle area right now. We'll hold it in the 60s all the way up until lunchtime. We'll climb into the low 70s. So really uh, not a whole lot of change. We'll probably add about 10 degrees to what we're looking at right now, except maybe not Fayetteville and Clinton. We may not see much of a climb, but again, uh, looking at low 70s across most of the area. Right now it's 63 in Roxborough and South Hill, 64 in Goldsboro and 67 in Southern Pines. This is a look at our highs for this afternoon. 74 Fayetteville, 75 in Clinton, 69 Durham and South Hill. 
So significantly cooler than yesterday, but still for this time of year, it's nice. Our normal high temperature this time of year is in the upper 50s. So those mid 80s, of course we hit 85. We did end up breaking the all time record for February. Taking a look at satellite and radar. Here comes our front. That front's going to swing through. There's some showers back to the north and west with this, but those are not going to come across the mountains into our area. Uh, the big thing that we'll see is a shift in the wind. That strong southwesterly wind yesterday was what warmed us into the 80s. And our front comes through today. And watch how it shifts our winds from southwesterly to northwesterly and then really to northerly as we head through the day. And watch the uh, color of the arrows turning blue. So we get into that northerly wind and we're going to be back to reality. As a matter of fact, we're going to swing the pendulum in the opposite direction and see temperatures well below normal for tomorrow. Here's a look at our skycast as we get through the day, looking at partly cloudy skies this morning. We'll see a few clouds just on and off for today. Not likely to see any rain with our front. There's lunchtime. Um, really should feel like a very pleasant day. This evening, there could be just a tiny sprinkle that rolls through. And then after that, we're going to see that rain settle in for Saturday. Should be a pleasant afternoon at 71, but Saturday's temperatures will be in the 40s all day. And we'll see rain on and off. Sunday, we start to dry out and we bounce back to 65. Not too bad. This is a look at our rain chances for tomorrow. But coming up in just a little while, we'll go through future casts and kind of walk through that timeline for the rain. Again, looking at temperatures rebounding on Sunday. Monday looks nice and warm at 75, but there could be a few scattered showers Monday and again late Wednesday into Thursday. We do need the rain. Elizabeth, thanks. We've seen extreme and contrasting weather from coast to coast with record highs in some states and that winter storm affecting others. Coming up, we explain the environmental changes happening because of a hotter than normal February. Plus, all this warmer weather could be inspiring you to plan a trip to the coast, but it'll cost you more to park at certain beaches this year. We'll have details on which beach towns are hiking their parking rates. Let's face it, car shopping can be a hassle. So five on your sides, Keeley Arthur is making it easier with a look at the top rated cars, trucks and SUVs for 2023. Low inventory, high prices. Buying a car right now, not very easy. So Consumer Reports put more than 200 cars through rigorous testing so you can get the most for your money. Hundreds of thousands of miles driven. Exclusive data and input from real-world owners helped CR find the standout vehicles for 2023. Our top picks have to come standard with key safety features, including automatic emergency braking that operates at highway speeds and includes pedestrian detection. For under $25,000, CR says Toyota's Corolla Cross Small SUV and Corolla Hybrid Sedan get great fuel economy and need few repairs. And if you want to go all electric, look at the Nissan LEAF. The LEAF was really the first mainstream EV when it launched over a decade ago. And it continues to show that EVs can be both reliable and inexpensive. Looking for an SUV? The Subaru Forester, Hyundai Santa Fe Hybrid, and three-row Kia Telluride all make CR's list. Testers also like the new Ford Maverick Hybrid. It's a pickup that gets 37 miles per gallon. CR says it's versatile, efficient, and fun to drive for a great price. And if you're ready to splurge, the Lexus NX 350H and the Tesla Model 3 are CR's top picks over $45,000. Keely Arthur, five on your side. 
Two popular models are notably not on the list, the Lexus RX and the Toyota Prius, because they were both redesigned for 2023, and Consumer Reports is testing them now. It's been a wild week for weather. We experienced summer-like heat here in North Carolina. Other parts of the country are dealing with a massive winter storm. According to the National Oceanic Atmospheric Administration, also known as NOAA, 35 to 40 percent of the Great Lakes should be covered in ice right now. As of last week, only 7 percent of the five lakes was, were covered in ice. Without ice to act as a buffer for large wind-driven waves, coastlines are most susceptible to erosion and flooding. Minnesota had lots of snowfall this week after that storm moved through, and some animals really enjoy this cold. These pups in Minneapolis, or a couple of them, great time rolling around in the snow. A little corgi almost disappears completely because of how deep that snow is. In just two days, Minneapolis had over 16 inches of snow. Brittany Griner is back on the basketball court after spending more than nine months in a Russian prison. She worked out last night with members of the NBA's Phoenix Suns. Griner re-signed with the WNBA's Phoenix Mercury earlier this week. Their season will get started in May. Warm temperatures this week have many of us looking forward to summer and possibly taking a beach trip. If you're looking to visit Carolina Beach anytime soon, there's a new parking fee that you should know about. Starting next Wednesday, parking lots and street parking will cost $5 per hour, $25 a day to park. This is between 9 a.m. and 8 p.m. These fees will continue through the end of October, and they go down to $2 per hour, $10 a day through the end of the year from there. This morning, China is calling for a ceasefire between Ukraine and Russia as we mark the one-year anniversary of the war. The reason some world leaders say China would not be an ideal mediator for peace talks. And breaking news this morning, what we've learned overnight about a crash involving House Speaker Tim Moore and another state representative. Plus, a major winter storm that affected several states this week is now headed towards California. How much snow people there are expected to get over the weekend. Are you struggling to get a good night's sleep? Look no further than Parkway Sleep. For 20 years, we have been your locally owned and operated sleep center. I'm Brandon Giggling, president of Parkway Sleep Health Centers. Did you know that people are waiting a staggering six to eight months for a sleep study at other sleep labs? At Parkway, we understand the importance of your sleep needs. That's why we offer openings within weeks, not months, saving you time. Don't let sleepless nights take over your life. Visit us today at parkwaysleep.com. Parkway Sleep Health Centers. Sound sleep, sound health. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.